dig into the Bible, God's eternal pages. And today we're going to talk about I Will Arise. I'm your host, Elder Roger Roll, and we are blessed to have with us Sister Shalene Parker-Smith and Elder David Knowles. Good friends, good prayer partners, persons who are strong in the Lord, uh, they know the word, and so we're expecting great things from our discussion. Sister Shalene, before we begin, I would ask you to pray. Let's pray. Father God, we give you thanks right now that we can dwell into your word that will help us in the question or the answer and going forward. And we will be able to say, I will arise. We would not sit in our situation, but we would rise up and go forward as you desire us to do. Amen. 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 I will arise. Psalms 12, verse 5 says, For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy, now I will arise, says the Lord. I will set him in the safety for which he yearns. A powerful thought. As we think about that, I just want to read, uh, first of all, with the uh, key contributor for our quarterly uh, wrote for this lesson. And she wrote, because the painful realization of evil in the world can cause one to wonder whether the Lord actually reigns. How can we grow an unshakable faith that will stand strong even under temptation? Uh, because she wrote that the Psalms are protests against human indifference to injustice. They are a refusal to accept evil. They are motivated not by desire for revenge, but by a zeal to glorify God's name. And I say hallelujah to that. Hence, it is fitting for the righteous to rejoice when they shall see God's vengeance on evil because in the, this way, God's name and his justice are restored in the world. Ellen White writes on Thoughts from the Mount of Blessing. She writes, when men shall revile you and persecute you, said Jesus, rejoice and be exceeding glad. Now, now, <laughs> we got to unpack that. Yes. And he pointed his hearers to the prophets who had spoken in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Abel, the very first 
Christian of Adam's children, died a martyr. Enoch walked with God, and the world knew him not. Noah was mocked as a fanatic and an, an alarmist. Others had trials of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. So how, how can we um, rejoice when in our sufferings? We have to know whose we are. Mm. Yes, yes. That's the only way. <laughs> and I know many times I would have been ridiculed and a person would have come to me and say, you stand enough for him, but he's talking and saying all sorts of nasty things about you. Mm -hmm. Why are you standing up for <laughs> him? Because it's the right Thank thing to do. And at the end of the day, God would vindicate me. We have to know. We, and, and one of the churches that I was in before I moved into Adventism, the women's ministry leaders say, you have to know in your norm. That's in your innermost being. You have to know without a shadow of a doubt, no matter how painful it is, because it's coming from here. I know that no matter what you throw at me, it is my work is not unto you, man, but is unto God. Amen. I, I look at um, similarly, Sister Smith, but in all honesty, um, it's a spiritual mindset. Mm -hmm. What do I mean by that? These things are, are going to come to you at the worst time in your life, <laughs> but you're certainly not at, at your weakest moment. And then you read portions in the Bible that says, count it a joy. Yeah, How do you count it a joy? joy. Yeah. People are saying these nasty things about you, yeah. and you hear it. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. And then you have a problem on the job. Mm. How do you count that a joy? Mm. How do you count a joy when people, even in your church, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are doing those things? Mm -hmm. These are supposed to be men of like mind and faith. Mm -hmm. yes. How do you count that a joy? So it could only be a spiritual awakening in your soul that you could, your mindset could accept that for what you see and feel. That's not normal. No, it is not. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to rise you above that. And as Elder Roger started the I will arise. Mm -hmm. You have to come to that conclusion that where you are, you're not happy. This is not where you should be. And then you need to understand, is this where God wants me to Not be? Not intended. But then he might, because in the sense that this could probably be, probably be a part of your growth, this could probably your patience, remember Paul said, mm -hmm. have patience, and this, this might be a part of the overall picture. But you have, to have, have, you have to be in that mindset spiritually to accept this. And, and also say, help me to go through things that I cannot change. So... It's a mindset. So, Brother Knowles, don't let's get to the point where <laughs> this is where God wants me to be. Because after you would have already experienced whatever, there got to come a time yeah. when he said, oh, I would have to say, I will arise. We have to know. We have to be yeah. connected to know when it's time. And like David said in one of his 
how long? Mm. Yeah, but here's the thing. But you have to wait for the answer, and the answer will come. But I still believe wherever you are, that's where God wants for you to be. For that time. For that time. For that time. Now, look at the difference. Mm -hmm. Remember the prodigal son? Yeah, I mean, the best type of life you could want it, but he wanted We know the story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But not until he, he keeps himself, I will arise. I'm going to get out of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I would go to my father. He remembered the good things he had there. But I could talk to you or anyone till the cows come home. True. You want, you have to have that desire to arise, get out of that. And David expresses that so many times in the Psalms. Even when he's so discouraged, mm -hmm. he said, oh, Lord, if, I, if, I, if you don't help me, who, who will help me? Where can I go? Yes. So I remember I said you have to have that mindset. He even spiritual. asked, "Why do the wicked prosper?" Mm. Yes, and he says he didn't understand until yes. he actually went to worship. Yes, he said, but <laughs> and he, and that bothers us too. As you know, yes. you see your neighbor got a nice house, nice car, and they don't never you never see them go to church, and they never seem to spiritual, and you're worshiping, worshiping. You can find how they find gas to put in your car. <laughs> So then David, you question he, yourself. You, 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 you say, well, how could this happen? They're, they're flourishing like a green bay tree. Yes, yes. But and, one day. <laughs> amen, amen, <laughs> amen. Because so, as I, 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 I mentioned my first, because the painful realization of evil in the world can cause one to wonder whether God is actually king. Because there's always this question. God is God. Why is there so much suffering in the world? Why does bad things happen, happen to good people? To good people. Yes. That question always. And so how can we grow an unshakable faith that will stand even under the temptation, as you mentioned, your neighbor prospering. So, and I'm serving God and I am Faithfully. struggling. So <laughs> I, maybe, you know, my neighbor might be doing something underhanded and it ain't nothing look like he, he ain't no 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 the, the law ain't intervening and in whatever wrong he's doing maybe i should do that too how do we avoid that temptation and hold on to our faith well i again it's your firm belief in god and and you see i think the perfect example other than christ is job mm. who he was a very he was a billionaire mm -hmm. in our terms <laughs> today mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. probably trillionaire mm -hmm. yes so, but it seemed like material things meant nothing to him. Then, you know, what satisfies me so much with those troubles with Job, he never complained. Mm. Now, he, again, you hear me repeat this, he had to have a certain spiritual mindset. Okay. But look how it started. God is the one who initiated the conversation with Satan. Yes. God put him forward. God brought his name up. Yes. God said, this is the example. Yes. This this is my son. You considered him as, as you're walking around saying you've conquered the earth. When well, here's a man on the earth, and no matter what you do to him, I believe that he will stand up to whatever trial and temptation. And he did. More importantly, can God say that to Satan about us? Mm. Mm. And that's and that's what we should be striving for. Yes, 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 yes. And so, what should the cross say to us? What Christ went through? What does that say to us about God and His character? And then, why is it important 
for us as humans not to rely on leaders, institutions, movements, you know, um, this, this worldly wisdom when we should be relying solely on God's word and his judgment. So what, what does the cross, first of all, say about the character of Christ? Because when you look at the cross, and he, here was a sinless man, and yet he went to the cross. At, initially, he said, Father, if there's any way, then remove this cup, remove this challenge. And <clears throat> then he realized, nevertheless, Father, your will be done. And he goes to the cross, and he dies for all the sins of the world. What does that say about God and his character and the character of Christ? But we have to start understanding the whole reasoning in our human mind. And we can't even begin to understand the rationale or the reasoning of God. That's way beyond us, way beyond us. How would a wonderful, a righteous God allow water to break out in heaven? A yes. perfect environment. Yes. Why would a righteous, holy God allow human beings to sin in this perfect environment. Mm -hmm. One race, one question, one answer. Freedom of choice. Yes. Created yes. with the power to choose. Yes. And as bad as Satan is, Satan cannot make any of us do anything we don't want to do. Amen. Amen. God will not save us if we don't want to be saved. True. Mm. True. So that explains the whole rationale behind sin, creation, the whole thing. Freedom. Now, after we, what we do with that freedom is on us. But mm -hmm. what we do, we, you ask the same question you just asked, why would this hold in this righteous God allow all of this sin, all this sickness, all, yes. why would he allow all this pain? Yes. It's the choices we made. True. Mm -hmm. It's our choices. But yet, we, 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 we don't have a problem with God allowing us to choose what we want to do, but we have a problem accepting the consequences. The consequences. Oh. Whoa. So we Whoa. believe we blame God for the cons our consequences of what we should. <laughs> our free choice. Yes, we choose to do some evil things, and the consequences of doing evil comes upon us. It it goes back to <laughs> Brother Job. Yes, right. Yes. When Satan said to God, "Job is only serving you right, because, because you, you have him totally protected." Protected. protected yeah. Yes. Yeah. Understand? Yeah, and you're giving so, him more than he needs. Right. Every day, all so, desires. to prove to Satan this particular Job, he's able to stand. And that's why, that's where we have to get in life that no matter how you slay me, like Job said, we have to get to that point. But I don't think Job just got there on that day. No, no, no. Or that week that he went through. It was a process. Yes. Process, a yes. lifestyle he through. Even yes. us sometimes, people will say, well, how you could be sitting here like, ain't nothing happening? Because you understand the word, even when it comes to death. We don't operate in death according to what the word says to us. We operate on our emotion. Mm. But we have to put our emotion on the side and trust the word. Yes. The word of God say, our very own flesh. Yeah. Mm. We cannot trust this. Yes. I cannot trust you, Brother Roger, Brother yes. Knowles. Yes. 
I cannot trust the government. Mm -hmm. I don't care what the government is saying. Mm -hmm. Until they are connected yeah. to the source, then even though I might go through this tribulation, we prove it with Job. Yes, yes. But he persevered. And look what happened. So I would always say to myself, I would prefer to believe that there is a God in spite of what's happening, mm -hmm. and that at the end of the day, there is a greater, because I believe in rewards here on earth, mm -hmm. but there is a greater Real reward awaiting for me yeah. than to know that there is, to behave as if there is no God. And at the end of the day, I have this rude awakening <laughs> that I know you not. Yeah. So you got to know, you got to believe, you have to exercise your faith and my son said to me the other day, talking, you know, to one of my niece. Say, listen to her. She's bring God in everything. But for everything that is in this word of God, mm. it's applicable. Yes, you can yes. find something for the yes. day's living. Yes. Amen. That helped to make, because he says, yoke is easy and his burden is light. But that, but that is the whole theology of God. Mm -hmm. And that's been the, the, the whole question of the great controversy yes. with God. How's this? Satan, that's the image he's, print, he's presented. This perfect, this righteous God. You know, he says he's love, but why is he allowing all of this? Not understanding or not realizing he's the one that started this sin in the first place. But Jesus, that was the whole purpose to come to redeem mm -hmm. man. And for the life of us, we'll never really understand how a holy, just, and righteous God could come in human flesh. So Jesus demonstrated that even though you messed up, you're human, I'm going to come as a human. I'm going to live as a human. So how did he do that? By being totally in, com uh, in compliance with what God wanted right. him to do. He lived with God through the Spirit. And through his life, we could do it. This is why he says, you, you know, um, through me, you could conquer all things. But if you, you have to believe that. So when you're going through those dark moments, the battle has already been won mm -hmm. for you, for me. So we don't have to really go through that again because Jesus is already, already to, oh, we have to believe it and accept it. For every action, there is a reaction. Yes. Right? And until we get to the place to understand, like Jesus said when he was, I am about the Father's business. business. Yes. It isn't about me. Yes. Right? And we don't really... It seems like we cannot appreciate the fact that the consequences that we are suffering, it is brought on by us. Yeah. Not and God, because when God made us, he allowed us free reign. Yes. But there was stipulation. Yes, if yes. you do this, then there's yes, that. This will happen. But yes. we, it's like we cannot comprehend, or there's few of us who is comprehending that it is our action that is bringing all these negative reactions. Yes, yes, yes. And, and the word of God tells us, as you mentioned, that the arm of flesh, flesh will fail. Will. And then it also, Jeremiah, we're told that our hearts, because I can remember Continue there was a time I, I 
was speaking to a young lady, and she said, trust your heart. I said to her, trust your heart. Mm -hmm. She says, I can't do that. Because <laughs> Jeremiah says that the it's, heart it's is good. desperately wicked. And that is true. Well, you, you, need, you need more proof. <laughs> the same time you go to church, you're singing these beautiful songs in hymn book. You get on your knees and you pray. And you're using that wonderful tongue to praise God. And you use that same tongue to curse somebody. Mm. You seem to mm. use that same tongue to mm. snap at your grandchild. Mm. The heart is desperately wicked. Yeah. And so you, you mentioned about uh, uh, cursing <laughs> at persons. And, and really, as you read the Psalms, there's some harsh language in yes, there, yes, there where, where the, the psalmist is asking God to do just that, curse the enemy, deal with the enemy. How do you um, understand that harsh language that's in the Psalms? And, and how can we recognize, how does that language help us to relate to the, the human side of the psalmist that, that wrote them. You know, how, how are you feeling when, 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 when you're cursing at someone? But if, if you recognize in the psalms, at the same time when they're cursing, they're also reminded that vengeance belongs to, to God. God. Yes. To God, yes. So how do we connect Roger, I know we are dealing with a almost ongoing situation and I said, all the shooting and stuff going on, how come, you know, these are still here being a nuisance? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to say, but no, God, they are your children just like how I am your children. Yes. And I said, God, please scatter them then. Scatter them. But don't scatter them either to be a nuisance to somebody, somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> so... I can understand when you're frustrated, you are tired, get rid of them. Mm. But at the end of the day, their lives are just as important to God as it is to. But you get to that point where you're so annoyed and you're so tired and you go to your MP and you mm -hmm. call the police mm. and nothing is done. Mm. Yeah, but look, it's another thing. We don't know, always know the purposes of God. No. Who was the greatest um, prosecutor of God's people? Paul. Paul. Who was the greatest apostle as far as preaching? Paul. We don't know the ways of God. Some of these same criminals, <clears throat> God could very well use yes. them. Yes. <laughs> and brother knows we're dealing with our feelings right exactly. here and now, like yeah, the psalmists. Exactly. We're dealing yeah. with our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Who better could convince you of the danger of drugs than who a guy who's to do drugs? Right. Yeah. Who could tell you more about the prison than a person who's been in prison? Yes. So God allows it. See, we do not understand the ways of God. That person's life could change, and yes. God could use them for his honor yes. and his glory. And it's a mess to us. It's a nuisance. But, but God, at that time, that's still God's knows. child. No, I understand. I understand <laughs> and so, that. And so that's why at the end of the day, we have to ask God to deal with it. Yes. As opposed to yes. what is happening yes. where each individual is taking yes. their bonds and dealing with it themselves. <clears throat> yes. So that's, that's, that's the key. That's why, I guess, in the Psalms, we, we see most of the Psalms asking for destruction, but then they turn around. Because they know that's not the God who they believe in. I, I want to share just a little short story about my mom. My mom was married for like 60, 68 years. No, wow. 65 years before dad died. <clears throat> and 
She suffered a lot. Mm-hmm. Every aspect of suffering, she went through. She went through. And I remember she always said, she was always kind to everybody in spite of. Can you imagine you being physically abused because of another woman? Or the money is being spent because of another woman? Or the money is being wasted on alcohol? Or you, and in spite of it all, she made a vow with God not to allow any of her enemies to look down in her face and say, aha, aha. She's now living today. She says, Shirley, I think there's about one or two more. She said, but every one of them. And my dad, he was a womanizer. Man, he was almost similar to David. <laughs> Not, not, not this David. Not this David. Although there are some similarities. But what, what, what I'm saying, she was one that went through persecution after yes, persecution, yes. even women coming up in her face and her uh-huh. yard. Mm. Right? And you can imagine being thrown jazz yes, yeah, yeah. But she sat patiently Amen. and she waited on God. Amen. The people that who would have caused her to suffer, even would have had children. She would have went back and ministered to those people that that's what these people were dealing with. But then you have to trust God. And it goes, vengeance is mine. And she asks God. She asks God a favor. And God has granted her that favor that she's Clarity of mind, ambulant, yeah. and she is able to visit and became friends with some of those enemies. Amen. You know, so we have to use the source. The source will get yes. us through. Amen. 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 So, Elder David, as we are about to wind down, I would give you the last word. If you, anything you'd like to share from this lesson, that I will arise. Yes. My, my um, last words would be, um, we have to come to the conclusion that the best we could do is the worst that we could do. All as our righteousness. Our righteousness and our filter rags. Our trust and our confidence has to be in God. Yes. And we have to get rid of the notion that because I'm serving the Lord, I'm sure. not going to go through trials and tribulations. Mm. God is allowing it to purify us, taking us through the fire. How else can we be refined? Mm. Now, Mm. we have to come to the conclusion that this life belongs to God. Mm -hmm. And whatever he allows this body to go through, let it be. Let it be to his name, honor, and glory. Amen. Amen. And I'd just like to repeat for for our listeners how the comment is that Abel, the very first Christian, very first believer, uh, after Adam, Adam, of Adam's children, and we are all Adam's mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. died a martyr. Enoch walked with God, and the world knew him not, nor was mocked as a fanatic mm-hmm. and an alarmist. Others had trials of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and mm-hmm. imprisonment. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. 
So that's for us, that means that when we are going through our trials, we are to be encouraged, yes. knowing that others before us yes. went through yes. similar yes. situations yes. Yes. And, yes. and very often worse situations, yes. and yet they endured it, yes. just like Job, yes. and yet came through it so that we can obtain a better resurrection, and that's eternal life. Amen. And so that's what we're truly looking forward to. And so I'd like to thank you, Sister Shalene, and Elder David Knowles, as we talked about, I will arise. And I would like to thank our listening audience and our viewing audience for joining us once again here on Eternal Pages. Be blessed. Amen. Amen.